election are startled by the ugliness and violence that have crept into the nation's electoral politics, and they can recognize its source, the sudden appearance of the racist far-right as players. Almost as blindingly as Donald Trump appeared on the scene, so did an array of white nationalists and supremacists, conspiracy theorists and xenophobes, even Klansmen and skinheads and other violent radicals, who for decades had been relegated to the fringe of right-wing politics. Hadn't they gone extinct? Most Americans did not realize that. Far from going extinct, these groups had been growing and flourishing in recent years, fed by the rivulets of hate-mongering and disinformation-fueled propaganda flowing out of right-wing media for at least a decade and the hospitable, dark environment provided by a virtual blackout in mainstream media concerning the growth of right-wing extremism. These tendencies dated back to the Bill Clinton administration, when the radical right first began to try to mainstream itself as a patriot and militia movement, but was derailed largely by the violent terrorism that the movement also brewed up. Simultaneously, right-wing media began appearing as a new propaganda type that openly eschewed the journalistic standards of mainstream news organizations. In a classic use of newspeak, they declared themselves fair and balanced. The organizational drive of the new patriot movement largely went into a hiatus in the early part of the new century during the conservative Republican administration of George W. Bush but the extremism that originally fueled the movement in the 1990s remained very much alive. On the far right, the conspiracist element found fresh life in the aftermath of the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001, which produced an entire cottage industry, devoted to proving that the attacks were part of a plot by the New World Order. Simultaneously, the mainstream rhetoric on the right became vociferous during the Iraq War, when any criticism of Bush and his administration's conduct of the war was denounced nastily as treason, and liberals were sneered at as soft on terror. This suffused extremism came roaring back to life with the nomination of Barack Obama as the Democratic Party's candidate for the presidency in 2008, and then his election which sparked a virulent counter-reaction on the radical right. The idea of a black man, let alone a liberal one as president, made them recoil in visceral disgust. The mainstream business establishment right, after years of right-wing media conditioning during both the Clinton and Bush years, apparently could no longer abide the idea of shared rule with a liberal president, and set out to delegitimize him by any means possible. And it was in that shared hatred that the extremist and mainstream right finally cemented their growing alliance. This alliance found form in the Tea Party, which was widely celebrated as a grassroots conservative phenomenon that sprang to life in 2009 in the wake of Obama's election. It was generally portrayed, following members' self-descriptions, as attached to the conservative ideal of small government expressed as limited spending and taxes. In reality, however, their founding organizations were explicitly focused on opposing Obama and every aspect of his presidency. In the ensuing years, 
Politicians and pundits inside the Beltway assumed that this was the Tea Party's raison d'etre. But it was more. In the rural and red-voting suburban districts, where the Tea Party organized itself on the ground, it became the living embodiment of right-wing populism. Right-wing populism in America, as distinct from its left-wing variety, has always been predicated on a narrative known as producerism, in which the hard-working producers of America are beset by a two-headed enemy, a nefarious elite suppressing them from above, and a parasitic underclass of others, reliant on welfare and government benefits, tearing them down and sucking them under from below. Right-wing populism has most often been expressed via various nativist anti-immigrant movements. In the 21st century, this brand of populism became expressed as a hostility to liberal elites.